Welcome to Out of the Box Radio with me, your host, Christine Glasdale. Out of the Box Radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life. And each and every week, we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health, wellness, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure, and each and every week we're going to be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and I am very happy that you tuned in today because we have a very special program. If you are someone who has your own business, if you're thinking about having your own business, if you are hating your job and you're thinking about changing careers, whatever it is that you do, you're going to want to listen to this show. My guest today is top branding influencer, Grace Lanny, and she has uh, an, a bunch of incredible programs for her clients on how to improve their personal branding, working on their marketing, and we're going to be talking about all of that today. She's been inspiring clients for years to discover their personal brand for business success, and she has developed her own personal branding program called All About That Brand. You can find out more by going to allaboutthatbrand.com. We're going to talk, there's so many things that she's done, but we're going to jump into it because she's with me right now, waiting patiently. Welcome to Out of the Box, Grace. How are you doing? Hello, Christine. Thanks so much for having me here today. It is my pleasure because branding is something that I have wrestled with. I, 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 for the longest time, I didn't want to be on video. I didn't want to have my picture out. You know why? Because I'm in, I'm a radio veteran and I liked, you know, people not knowing what I looked like. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get it completely. I mean, we've had an audio podcast since 2017 and, uh, you know, after telling my clients, you know what video is where it's at, you have to move to video. Well, guess what? I have to, I'm in that line. So we're queuing up our first three video podcasts and, we're going forward just like you are now. So you're ahead of the game. Uh, yeah, and reluctantly, it took me a it took me a little <laughs> while, but it's so very important. Not only is the not only is video important for the work that, of course, that I do with podcasting and speaking and um, all of that good stuff and coaching because people got to see you, they got to like you. But also, um, what I've learned is that people really do want to connect with you. They 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 actually want to know a little bit more about you. And so that's why I've made that jump. And I'm really happy to. But uh, today's program, we're going to talk about how people can improve their brand. If they've never thought about themselves as a brand, this, is a, this might be a new concept for them. But uh, before we jump into all that, why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about your journey? Because I love, I love the story behind the story. I love the story behind the brand. How did you get to do what you're doing, being a top branding influencer? How did you get here? You know, purely by accident. You know, I was uh, trained in engineering. I'm a biomedical electrical engineer. Get out of here. Isn't that kind of, kind of crazy? <laughs> and, you know, at the time that I graduated, uh, they didn't hire girls until you had a PhD. And the thought of going back to school for another four to six years was like, forget about it. I, <laughs> I had my head down getting two degrees in one shot and I, I had had enough and I got involved in the technology industry. I actually um, ran the tech support and the training program for a local Apple store, you know, back when it was an Apple store. <laughs> yeah. Like there wasn't such a thing really as um as a mac it was just kind of coming out and um we were taking care of marketing folks you know i did a gig um with a large organization that sold devices to the military and it was my job to sit with the engineers 
and translate what the thing was supposed to do for the marketing people so that they could do the user's manual for the guys who are on the front line on the ground, you know, underneath whatever it is they were doing. Yeah. It was called the encryption interface kit. That was my very first project was to help these ladies talk about why folks needed encryption if you can imagine oh my gosh that's a little bit of a flashback i don't know that I've that sounds about so military-ish <laughs> it, it was yeah because when they were communicating they didn't want uh people that weren't supposed to be listening to listening and so that's what this device was supposed to do and you know ended up going into another tech company and then got recruited to California because that's where it was at, right? Yeah. California was where everything was happening in 98. So oh, if yeah. I wanted to be a CEO, I had to go to California, right? Because upstate New York was more cows than people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just, it wasn't like New York City. Upstate New York is very, very sleepy little town. And I, uh, I was ready for a move. I um, was actually widowed. I had a, a five and a three-year-old and we, we were ready for a big change. And so we moved to Sacramento and the firm I was with, I grew them uh, from four people to 35 and said, okay, it's time to get these products online. And they said, you know what? We don't think this internet thing's going to take off. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to start looking again. And I was referred um, actually by one of my partners, uh, knew about a gig for a VP of professional services and sales for um, a shopping cart startup in Austin, Texas in 99. This is like a Big Step knockoff. You remember the name Big Step? That was code, that was a code name for one of the first e-commerce engines out. And I'd wanted to get from hardware into software. And so I landed in Austin and two months after I got here, I went to work and the doors were chained. Oh. So uh, it was a big, it was a big like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? You know, that's not I'm a good here. sign when the doors are changed, are chained so, together. You know, this company, they did a reverse merger into a public shell. They got uh, less than a million dollars for 35 employees. And uh, they ran out of that money very, very quickly, as you can imagine. And I started calling people I knew. And I said, hey, what projects do you want to get done that you need help with, don't have the talent, or don't have the time to do? Because I need something to do, and here's why. And the story was so compelling. These people knew me, they trusted me. Six months later, I had a consulting company. So fast forward, uh, fast forward 15 years and I'm still doing kind of the boutique consulting thing. You know, we, we launched a startup, a software startup. Austin Ventures put a couple million bucks in. You know, there are a lot of really good parts of that ride. And I said, okay, you know, if, if I'm, the only person that's out there being the point person for these clients, it's tough to scale this way. So what's my online program? And my team came back and they said, well, you're a, you're a personal branding expert. Said, what are you talking about? What the heck is that? You know? And I, I was hooked. I was hooked by Tom Peters, the fast company article brand called you. I was hooked by it and started to do this onboarding process uh, with clients initially. And really what it was, it, it's the branding canvas. It's the first part of the engagement that we have with any client. And we were able to transition that program into an online course. You know, we added the podcast, we're doing regular content on lots of different channels. And, you know, we're working, with two kinds of folks. We're working with corporate refugees who are trying to launch their first consulting company or uh, someone who owns a consulting company, but they're, they haven't quite leaned into promoting themselves. They're so focused on their client, they really haven't elevated themselves. Or uh, folks who own their own businesses, but they and their leaders haven't really gotten plugged into marketing their position, not only from a company aspect, but individually. So 
if I'm the HR guy for this huge hundred million dollar business, I probably ought to have a stance on what's important in HR. Otherwise, millennials coming into my organization, which by are are the biggest part of the workforce now, they're they're not interested. They're walking away. Right. And so I started at a time where personal branding was like a big question mark over people's heads, and it's it's kept on you know more and more people are all about what's my story one of my you know the word authentic yes you want to be authentic but if I hear the word one more time I'm going to scream. <laughs> and you know what I end up telling people is like what's in your heart what do you care about you know because that's, that's what are you real passionate authentic. about right what are you passionate about yeah what lights you up you know and and if something if you're not sure what that is let's go figure that out the other word is story. And you know, <laughs> I think um I think I'm I'm about fussy enough about that word. Because when you when you tell someone, hey, just what's your story? You know, it's not an easy thing to lean into. It's not an easy thing to share, you know, unless you're you're trained on how to do that, it's it's challenging. And I love to help people get comfortable with sharing their value and sharing the transformation value. So, you know, it used to be people were all about, like you said earlier today, right? Getting hooked on the story, but really it's, it's the story about the transformation that you can provide your clients. That's where the magic is. So, so yeah. So taking it from your, taking it from being a thing about you and changing it to what you can do for others. And the story, yeah, yeah. The, the quote unquote story is in there somewhere. It is. It is. But it's and not, it doesn't have to be communicated. It's a story, right? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, you're a genius on the realm of story. Oh, thank you. Well, because you're always, you're listening and you're listening automatically for that transformation and not everyone does. Well, that's, and that's partially because from many years, right, doing interviews, I started off uh, many, many years ago as a writer doing, uh, I started off just doing reviews, like film reviews and music reviews. Then I, then the opportunity came to do actual interviews then the next step was working with America Online. And with America Online, that remember those days, um, it was the golden era of right. the internet because uh, that's when all that money came in for websites. I remember- Wild, wild west. Wild, wild west, baby. If you had an idea for a website and it could just be a, you know, a website about a door opening, you got a million dollars. You know, I mean, there was so much- capital coming in to startups and um with america online it was a great opportunity because i got to speak to a lot of people without speaking to them number one um number two i had the opportunity then to meet um a lot of people that that the rest of the nation they just wanted to know a little bit about because it was Hollywood, right? It was entertainment. And so <laughs> it was, I was able to do that now, but I did that through a cartoon character. I didn't even do that as Christine Blasdale. Um, I, 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 sometimes I regret that because from a branding perspective, I'm like, uh, they would, you know, they, Christine Blasdale, that name would have been, but it didn't work that way. It worked better through a martini, Totlin, sexy vampy had a hopper ish cartoon <laughs> character named beatbox betty yeah because she was uh she wasn't real she wasn't real what she said and what she thought was real and they knew that it was a writer behind it but they never knew me they just knew this cartoon character right. um so from a branding perspective on that it was i guess it was also um easy for people and fun for people to to check in but now what we're we're talking about an era where it's again it's another renaissance right we now we have so many people starting up their own businesses starting up their own consultation um companies 
And there is also this huge influx, and I know you know this, Grace, uh, better than anybody, of women in their 40s, 50s, 60s. I even have some, I have some uh, clients and some wonderful folks that I work with that are in their 70s that are just now, they have all this passion, they have all this desire, they have the time now, but, um, and they're just now starting on their first venture and their first uh, business, uh, away from a company, right? Away from the boss type thing. Let's talk about that, this renaissance too of, of, of people in general, but especially women coming, uh, coming out to the world with their gifts, their passion, their talents, and obviously the need for branding in that as well. Yeah. So, you know, what the big change is that um, a side hustle, <clears throat> you know, it used to be called moonlighting <laughs> and it was a naughty thing. You yes. weren't supposed to, to work outside of class, so to speak. You know, if you were a good, you know, X generation person, you worked your tail off 24 seven. You took your work home with you. You were working on the weekends, you know, the generation X single mom had a kid on one hip and, you know, a, a, a telephone or something that they were doing in the other hand. I mean, it really was, it was an intense time to be a women, a woman entrepreneur, just to be women in business. Right. And so, We've come so far in that not only is there a name for a side hustle, but companies, you know, like IBM gives folks the chance internally to move into another organization to test out an idea for a side hustle that they have. Now, that's pretty powerful. That's right? smart. You know, that's smart. Like, <laughs> and, and people are running around saying, okay, seven streams of income. So if you know, you got your day job is number one. So that's, you know, seven, six MLMs. It's, you know, a side hustle doing some consulting. It's, you know, investing in a, you know, I just got a notice today. One of the companies that I was involved in and did a little convertible debt deal with, you know, was just bought for 20 million bucks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a bonus prize coming. So, you know, it's, it's, it's accepted and it's encouraged and it's celebrated to to not hang your hat in one closet so to speak well also the days are gone where you could work for a company or an organization for 20 years 30 years whatever and then you retire and you get you know a great deal when you're you know when you're done now if you get a watch you know if <laughs> if they give you a they give you flowers on your last day. a happy hour. It's been what? It's been good, right? Yeah. They give you a cake in the green room. <laughs> totally. But, and, yeah. you know, women have had this renaissance alongside the renaissance of the side hustle. I mean, there's even a movie with J-Lo all about the second act, right? Of course, now it's like, I don't know, what am I in the 20th act? I have no idea. So, <laughs> you know, just reinventing yourself and trying new things failing at something is not devastating the way that it used to be. It's like, okay, if you're not failing, you're not being bold enough. You're not trying, right? You're not, you're not going outside of the box, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I always say too, to, um, I, I, I try to say that to, uh, to my friends and also to clients that I work with on, on coaching is that, you know, everybody is a beginner at some point and, you're going to make mistakes. I, I work with people on, you know, radio and in podcast skills. And one of the biggest things that, that, that people have to get over is the sound of their own voice. They, sometimes they hate it. And I'm like, but you're going to, you try to, you try to do a podcast. So you're going to have to, at the very least, be able to listen to your own voice. And I'll have them do exercises, you know, I'll say sing in the shower um, and record it. I'll say also in the, when you're in the car and you put some music on and sing, because it's not about falling in love with your own, with your voice. It's about being comfortable enough. And so that when the show, when your show is done, you're going to, yes, you're going to promote the show because of your guest. You have a great guest and, and you think that people need to hear from them. But also there is that added little thing about, 
your brand promoting you as well because people are listening not just to your guest they're listening to you and you're really their tour guide and yeah. so you have to believe in yourself um that's extremely extremely important for people to 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 like themselves as well like their yeah. like how they sound at least yeah yeah i mean and, and you have the device with you 24 7 so turn on the recorder and just talk talk about something talk about something that you experienced at at you know uh a lunch or something you experienced with your just start every day talking about it and then go back and listen and tune in to the ums to the ahs to the this to the that but there's a you know i hadn't thought about this before christine you really brought this up but a lot of people don't really they've got self-love stuff going on so Boom. hearing their voice hearing their voice might you know might open up the opportunity to to resolve that or at least put it in a different place right well and it's it's a combination of of not only listening to their voice, but looking at themselves in the mirror and speaking out loud. And I know, and I don't want to get too unicorn, you know, metaphysical, <laughs> but you really do have to at least like who you are in yeah. order to, if you're going to sell yourself, right? If you're going to, if you're going to go after that job promotion, if you're going to um, uh, you know, write that book and, and, and hope get people to open up the book or to interview you. That is something that is extremely important is that you have at least the ability to look at yourself, to hear yourself and show some, some self love. And I always equate it to, we, it's easy for us to love our children, right? Like unconditionally, we love our children. They can't do any wrong, you know? Even if they throw a tantrum in the supermarket, you still love them. We, we love our pets, even if they do a poop on the carpet. We might be mad a little bit for a quick second, but we love them. We just, if we just turn 10% of that love that we have for our children, for our dogs, for celebrities on ourselves, wow. There's yeah. so much that we can do. There really is. Well, think about this too. So self-love is an interesting conversation. And, you know, I am the absolute worst person to do my own personal and professional brand. There's some sort of human challenge. You know, a brand is all about how I see Christine. So I'm able to communicate your personal and professional brand according to me, right? And if right. you get enough people together, right, called your network, right, your network is the one that's actually going to reflect back to you what it is that your brands are. And I'm one of those interesting people in the branding industry. I really believe whether you're an entrepreneur and own your own business, you really have a personal and a professional brand, and you might even have a company brand. But all those things are questions. I have a, um, a brand new client um, that's moving so fast right now because he has uh, one investor that's ready to write a check, but he hasn't put his investor presentation or his package together or anything, right? So he's, he's asked me to help him do that, and he's in the CBD industry. And you know what? Um, it wasn't something that people talked about. When you type his name in, you'll never find it. And so one of the big hefty conversations we're having is, okay, are you going to be the front man to this thing or are you going to bring somebody else in? And by the way, if you've got a front dude, okay, who's the front woman, right? What is the story that you're going to be presenting and to which audience? You know, not necessarily thoroughly niching, if you will, but okay, where, where's the tip of the spear? Who are you going to serve first? And right. you know, him doing that himself wasn't very productive. Right. Well, if, if, if people are able to, that's what I, well, that's what I like about the idea of, of actually bringing on someone like yourself, because we have our own 
image of ourselves. And like you said, you actually, you might be able to looking at the work that I do and, and you can, you know, I can tell you, this is, this is what I do. That's what, a lot of times when people go, they go, so what do you do? Um, the biggest mistake, and I've tried this, I've, I've worked, I've, it's been a challenge for myself is, you know, people say, well, like, what do I not do? I do this, I do that, I do this. And we have all of these great talents, right? But <clears throat> as you know, first of all, you can't overstimulate people and give them too much. It's like a Jerry's, you know, it's like a deli restaurant menu. It's too much. And then people just blank out. So you have to really fine tune that. And a lot of times we can't do that ourselves. It takes someone who can say, you know what, as was it Susie Pruden says, the low hanging fruit, right? What's the low hanging fruit? What is it about you that stands out for that, that person? Yes. Right. Yes. For that tribe. What is it? What's the value that you can bring to them? The transformation value, right? So today you're challenged with this, but tomorrow you've got more freedom. Right. Right. What, what, um, because, because we're talking about, um, um, branding and everything, I would love if you would give our wonderful listeners and viewers a couple, maybe a couple of the top mistakes people do in, in branding when they're starting out their business, if they're entrepreneurs, and then, um, maybe a couple of the, some tips that you might give them on things that they really need to focus in on. Um, and of course they can go and check your website out and get your wonderful assistance at allaboutthatbrand.com. But before that, what are some of the top mistakes people do when it comes to personal branding or business branding? Yeah. So I would say, um, the number one item is that they think people should get them. They think their responsibility for understanding what they have to say belongs with the listener. So if you can really get that it's your job to speak in such a way that that person sees value in you, that right there makes the rest of this go easy. So the second piece is, oh my gosh, um, do, I, do I brand my name? Do I have a, you know, do I call my business something else? You know, what do I do? And uh, some people get hung there and they just don't move forward. Right. It's a lot easier to navigate when the ship is actually out on the water. If it's still in the dock, it's tough to do much. The third thing is um, I've got a lot of clients who build the entire ship. You know, I guess we're in nautical land right now. <laughs> they build the entire ship and then they're like, okay, let's see if I can get somebody who will come along on this trip versus sitting down with the people that you think are going to be interested in your service and saying, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? What would you rather have? You know, a lot of market research, right? Go out and talk to people. You know, if, if that's, you're, a con that's a bold concept. Yeah. If you're in your office more than 50% of the time, um, I would encourage you to change that to be out not only in your local networking thing, but you know, get on, get on a plane or drive to the neighboring city and go to an event of some sort. The people, you know, hey, Christine, you and I met at an event. It was in California, I'm in Texas, right? I was there for some other things and all of a sudden I had an opportunity to come to this event and it's, it's opened up lots of different doors. And this is, this is just one of them because I was open because I, I was able to communicate what I was up to. And quite frankly, because I was able to invite you to hop on my podcast. So I had an easy way for people to opt in yes. either via the podcast or, you know, the LinkedIn seven day challenge, right? The bit.ly forward slash blue cover, capital B, capital C. That will in seven days help you resolve the challenges that most people have about having a profile that people are going to feel like, okay, maybe I need to actually read this. Maybe yeah. I need to connect with them. Maybe I need, you know, what's the action? If you can get people to take action, 
It's likely because you know and have done the work to understand what they need. Right. Yeah. And now you and you had mentioned that and we don't want to breeze over that for our wonderful viewers and listeners. Um, uh, Grace has a um, an awesome uh, offer for, for folks. It's the LinkedIn seven day challenge. And we're going to have a link. We'll have a link to that with the show in the show notes. Um, so you can click right on that. But this is very cool. And for people who don't now, okay, Grace, for people who don't know what LinkedIn is, because we're, we're talking as if everybody knows, um, mm -hmm. but they might be thinking it's just a link that you click on in an email. Um, can you, first of all, let, let our, let our uh, wonderful listeners and viewers know what LinkedIn is, and then yeah. um, a little bit about this seven-day challenge, because I'm going to be taking the seven-day challenge, because <laughs> the blue cover, the... the the blue cover of LinkedIn has been a nemesis of so many people. And I went to check my profile today and lo and behold, I have a blue cover. So t tell our, tell our wonderful listeners exactly what LinkedIn is and what this challenge is all about. Yeah. 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 So LinkedIn is a social media challenge and you can get to it from your computer. You can get to it from your phone and it is, it's a sleeper. It has been a social media platform that's been around a long time, growing and growing, and is, quite frankly, personal branding. And the necessity to tell your story has just exploded. So has LinkedIn. So there's some other channels, social media channels, that shall remain nameless that kind of are declining. Oh, I know. LinkedIn is on the move. And... Uh, it's really focused on supporting people in business. If I were to say, what's the difference between it and Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest or this, that, or the other thing, it's really all about business. So you being there with a, a picture of your, your dog or, you know, on a beach in a bikini, probably not for LinkedIn. Yeah. You know, unless you're a swimsuit model for, you know, a magazine, probably not. And I would say that the information that's being shared with the people that you actually log in, you get to tune it so that it's relevant to you. If you get pushed an ad or if you, someone in your network, sends something that you don't want, you just unfollow. Don't want it. Yeah. Off the mark. Right? So over time, and, you know, call it, two to four weeks over time. What you see is the stuff you're really interested in. I love that about LinkedIn. Yeah, ex exactly. It's kind of like the, you know, it's like the podcast, you know, cause pod, you know, it used to be terrestrial radio. You had, you had to find a station and whatever they were feeding you is what you got. But then the invention of podcasts happened and now we can seek out the content that we want and have it delivered to us. And LinkedIn is a lot of that where you can focus in on, I just want to know about this particular uh, content or subject matter. And they're all from the actual people themselves. I mean, CEOs of companies that you respect and, and love. Um, I always like seeing who searched for me because I get, a, actually I get a little thrill. I'll go, I'll go, wow, somebody really big in the, you know, they searched my name. Wow. You know, it's actually kind of a little thrilling and I'm only, I'm taking, I'm doing baby steps in LinkedIn. I mean, I, it's been a reluctant, you know, like, cause I think I've been so overwhelmed with the Facebooks and the Instagram and all of that, but I'll well, tell you. It's very different. It's a different social platform than, you know, it's, it's business social versus personal social. So it is, it's a little bit different. And there are plenty of folks, right? Particularly if you come the, from the finance industry, you're given a binder this thick of rules of what you can't do on social media. So a lot, a lot of times people will just say, uh-uh, not for me. Well, you know, I'm one of those people who's read through many, many of those in order to ensure that what we're, we're positioning and what we're talking about doesn't break the rules. But it also allows people to make friends with that person online 
And when they're looking for someone to design their retirement plan, they know that that person is it. That woman, that man is going to help me do what I need to do. They've shared something about a transformation, right? That was relevant or maybe a testimonial. Right, right. So that is, that I think is what is really possible. So this, so this seven day challenge is, is a great opportunity for people to dip their toes in the LinkedIn world and be guided by you for, for a full week, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, um, I did a, a, a challenge recently with a firm for 30 days and, you know, I wasn't on the show every day for 30 days, but you know what? There sometimes I got through the whole 30 days worth of content and maybe on a Saturday I might've had to make up one or two sessions. And, but, but the learning that I got out of that was so powerful and the way that I, that it was just a little nugget was powerful. That's what gave me the idea to do this LinkedIn seven day challenge. And the clients that I work with are, running big efforts, whether they're launching a startup, whether they've been running a business for years and years, you know, sometimes they have people that do social media for them. So actually logging in themselves, like perhaps the first 15 minutes with them is helping them figure out what their login is and how to reset that if they can't log in. And then step two is like, okay, what is LinkedIn and why do I care? Right. So that's one of the days is just spending 15 minutes understanding what is personal branding and why do I give a hoot about LinkedIn? And then the next step is really, okay, what do I want to share? What, what is my personal brand? And I actually share my branding canvas. So here you go. Here's what I do. And in 15 minutes, if you can, you know, put a few words around this process, you're going to, you're going to be moving in the right direction. Okay. Next day. Who do you care about? Who do you want to get connected with? Because if you're not connected to them on LinkedIn, it's tough for them to see your stuff, right? right, right. So it, it's a conversation all around the who. The next day is, is the what. Like, what are you going to talk about? If you have a business and you are a, call a, a pet sitter, so you're a pet sitter. You're going to take care of people's pets when they're, they're out. If you're talking about climbing the Himalayas, um, that may or may not be interesting to your tribe. Right. Or, or talking you, about the political process or right. It's, right, right. Right. If you only want to house sit, dog sit for people who are also, uh, mountain climbers, well, you're on point, right? So figuring out the storylines, <laughs> right. you know, um, that, that's an interesting process. And then, okay, next step, how do, I, how do I look at my LinkedIn profile and how do I take care of, of the photo? Like what are the key elements that I really need to get right? And the blue cover, that not having a blue cover, not having a picture of your backyard, right? Having a photo, that will really, when people look at it, they're like, oh, that's what she does. And inserting, using, you know, I'm a Canva fiend, using I love Canva, Canva to drop some words on there that are going to, so that the person looking at it the first time is gonna go, oh yeah, that's what they do. Oh yeah, that's what they can do for me, right? And being able to work through you know, the advice I give is, you know what? Your LinkedIn profile is like the first coffee meeting you're going to have with someone. It's, it's so actually the new digital business card. Yeah, absolutely. Instead of, instead of handing it, you know, at a networking thing, that is your business card. And my business card sucks at the moment, Grace. Well, I, uh, I'd be happy to help you with that, Christine. I'm okay with the picture. It's the red one with the thing. I'm fine with that. That actually gets people's attention. The red background. I don't know anything about branding, but I'm just saying some sex yeah, sunglasses, some sunglasses at a point and a red background, boom. But the yeah. blue cover, the, it's the death knell of business. It is because people think the first thing that's going to communicate is you're not serious about that platform. You're not right. serious about yourself. You're not serious about what you're selling. 
So if, if you've got a picture of you and your cat in, in as your profile picture, and you've got a blue cover, you gotta wonder who's gonna show up for you. Right. You know, are those, are the people that are gonna be attracted to that the people that you wanna do business with? Or are you, oh my gosh, someone who <laughs> opted into this LinkedIn challenge, he's a photographer, he has offices in Chicago and LA and of all places, Wisconsin. And this guy is a rock star. And the first thing I did when I saw him opt in, is I went over to LinkedIn and I looked him up. I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know what? He's got a blue cover. <laughs> he, knows, yeah. he knows that's not supporting the rock star that he is in his industry. Especially a photographer, right? Yeah. You've got all those images. You've right. <laughs> right. Right. He's got lots of images. He probably has lots of images of everybody else. Ah, right. Is, to hire someone to take pictures of you doing your genius. Right? Yes. Yes. That, well, that's why, like, I mean, some of the great photographers, Annie Leibovitz, uh, she's an amazing photographer, right? But there's something about her that the glasses and, and uh, you want to work with her because it's not just she takes amazing photographs. It's Annie Leibovitz. It's, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh, she's just, an, you know, she's an icon. Um, that's so exciting. Okay. So we got, so we got, uh, some of the things that we do wrong in branding. We talked about the, uh, LinkedIn seven day challenge. And if folks want to, I highly recommend that everybody, um, participates in that the link for that. It's a bitly link that'll be associated with this, um, podcast show. So you can click on that, but what are some, uh, real quick little, tips and tricks that you think that you can you can give um our wonderful listeners and viewers about how to improve their branding or at least how to start that process um yeah. that they can do like you know now now so go talk to the people that you respect in business and ask them when i leave the room what do you tell people about me Ooh. so Ooh, i like that, that is your brand to that person that is your brand and if you talk to 10 people and you get crossover between those responses your brand has some legs and you have some clarity around what that is if you talk to 10 people and you've got 10 different responses you need to figure out what you are right and kind of be on point with that for a little while i like so that tips yeah, absolutely. You know, the network owns your brand. And so you're the, you're the cruise director of that brand. If you don't like what you're hearing and I would, I would ask, you know, that's a question I would also ask, what are your, what, what is it that I need to work on to get better? So you're giving the person permission to tell you what you suck at, like wow. get, get better at this thing. That's a great exercise in life in general, you know, in relationships, you know, hi, honey, can you tell me what I can do better? You know, can you tell me how I can be a better husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, BFF? <laughs> yeah. What would you love? What would you love for me to do to make a difference in your business? Yes. Yes. Or, you know, we're, we're in the midst of this consulting engagement we came up with these goals, but what are the other things that you're really wanting to knock out? How can I help you there? And, you know, getting curious about the people that you're connecting with, realizing that you're reflecting to them, right? Whatever it is they need to learn and vice versa. They're reflecting to you what it is that you need to learn. And sometimes, you know, I got to tell you, I sat down with a young woman. She uh, worked at a TV station and she's launching a podcast launch program. I thought, okay, I'm going to listen to this woman. She's in this networking group. I want to help her. I want to help her do her thing. And she said something to me that I got to tell you, I just really didn't like. And she said, you know what? You've been doing this a long time. You've got, you know, almost a hundred shows, you know, blah, blah, blah. She goes, but you know what? You're not digging deep enough. 
you're engaging with your clients, but you're not getting to the heart of it. She's like, do you know what I mean? Now, I think that's kind of what I do for a living, like getting to the heart of things with right. people, right. helping them express their authentic story brand. You know, it, it didn't feel good to hear that from her. And what I realized is that I'm, I'm so respectful of my guests. I go really deep with my clients because, you know, I'm one-on-one -on -one with them, you know, either on a Zoom call or I'm, I'm in their office. And I go deep and very often, you know, there's, there's a lot of emotion around that. Whereas on my podcast, I'm not going for, I'm not going for that. So I learned that I could go deeper. You mm. know, I don't actually have to uh, make it uncomfortable for the guests, but actually giving them an opportunity to reflect on something meaningful has a lot of value. Oh, it, and, and from the world of, uh, of, of being on the air for many, many years uh, in both radio and podcasting, I'll tell you, there is nothing better, um, and as a listener as well, not just as someone who's on air, when you have those moments where there is a dramatic pause, when you are actually swept up in emotion, sometimes, I mean, I've, I've caught myself on the on the podcast show with certain guests um i had a guest who uh is trying to stop uh female genital mutilation fgm that's happening in the united states there's states in within this country that it's still legal and she is a victim of that herself from her her country in in uh, in africa and i'll tell you um many times during that interview i just I just, I just cried and I wasn't thinking about what I look like, what I sound like, what the listeners might think of me. It, who wouldn't be moved and, and brought to tears when you hear about how many young girls and women experience this horrific thing. And it brings, there's your authenticity. There's your because you're a human being and we're all, we're all human beings and we have emotions and feelings and it's that connection. And I think that's the thing that is, can be missing in a lot of people's in their business plans and in their, uh, their startups and things is that connection to people and, and, and the empathy that we feel, but also that, that personalization because it can be just numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're not clear about who you're of service to, right? So, you know, you've got a business that's doing this thing. You might have multiple businesses, but how are you giving back? You know, if you're a young parent and you've got a couple little kids at home, probably most of those cycles are focused on those little kids. And there's absolutely wonderfulness around that. You know, I'm super supportive of that. If you're single with no kids where are you giving back are you coaching others are you mentoring others are you on a nonprofit? you know i um i'm on the board of backstage chats and we give scholarships to girls to get into the music industry so maybe the percentage of women in the music industry goes from 10 percent to something you know midland yeah Right. Yeah. And that also, that helps fuel you and fuels your passion. Cause I know also you're, you're in the, you, uh, you have another wonderful gift as you're a, a musician, right? You're also a musician. Are you yeah. singer too? Do you sing? Yeah, I sing and play keyboards and, um, uh, my husband's a guitar player, bass player, singer, and we're <sighs> at the local vineyard once a month. And, you know, it's, it's an excuse for us to get all our friends together, have fabulous wine and, and food and just be together. How lovely is that? And you are in the city too, that, that is perfect for that. Austin, right? Live music capital of the world. I know. Uh, Grace, we just have a couple minutes left. And so I just wanted to um, give you the platform too, to talk about um, 
things that are upcoming for you, things that you are excited about, and anything you want to let our listeners and viewers know about, of course, the work that you do and um, how they can get in touch with you. Yeah. So on that line of service, I love giving back to women entrepreneurs. I am involved with an organization here in Austin, but we are hosting the CEO of eWoman Network, 20 years, uh, half a million women around the world in her organization. And we're doing a big event here in Austin on February 12th, 2020. And uh, we'd love to have you there. And so, you know, you can hit me on all about that brand. You can register on the eWomanNetwork.com website. But uh, being in the room with this woman, uh, there, there are only 150 seats. We haven't quite sold out yet. And there are uh, 20 showcase kind of pop-up tables, if you will. And we're almost sold out of those. So if you have a cool product for women entrepreneurs and you want to be in the room, if you want to learn something, if you want to be surrounded by these high-powered women and you know what? And enlightened men. So there are actually a few men in the room too. Nice. And they can, um, so they can reach out to you at your website, allaboutthatbrand.com. I encourage people to check her out and also listen to the podcast. There is so much. I've actually got, I've got probably three or four of the shows that you, that you have in my queue that I need to listen to. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to be doing it on my drives because I have a long commute sometimes to uh, Los Angeles. And so it's just the perfect amount of time to listen to one of your shows. But um, I'm so excited to have you on uh, out of the box with Christine and I would love to have you back on. We can get even more in depth in, in, uh, in branding, but I wanted to introduce you to our listeners and, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Um, also the, uh, LinkedIn challenge, the seven day LinkedIn challenge, which I'm going to take, I want to encourage everyone else to take. Uh, if you don't know about LinkedIn, oh my goodness, you, you're missing out. You can um, go to the bit.ly link. It's the uh, bit.ly blue cover, but remember it's capital B, capital C, uh, the bit.ly link that's associated with this podcast show. Until next time, I want to- Thank you, Christine. Aw, thank you, Grace, so much. I want to thank you wonderful listeners as well. And as I always say, remember to think outside of that damn box, even with branding. Until next time, bye for now.